This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to the Impossible Things Podcast. Uh, I'm here with Jimmy. Hello. And Jesse. Hi. And this week we're talking about personal jetpacks, personal flight, the Rocketeer, however you want to phrase it. But before we get into that, is there anything new? Jimmy? Nah, no. Just watching same old, the same old? Winter Olympics. Oh. It's fun. Still? Yep. Watching, it's probably the tail end of it by watching now. Watching reruns. <laughs> Reca- I t re- most of it. You're recapping oh, the I Olympics. See. I understand. <laughs> Jesse? We got an email. Oh, really? From a listener of from, our, our podcast. From who? The, probably the only listener. Oh, no. We have more than one listener. Oh, we have more than one download. I don't know if they're listening to Okay. Them. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> On a technicality. Woohoo. <laughs> Uh, this is from this is from a a friend of mine that I went to college with, but I haven't seen in a long time. I'm glad he's listening because he is a very smart fellow, and I welcome his input. So I will read his email. Uh, he opens with some pleasantries that will not be interesting to anyone else because they're they're just personal. Well, that makes it sound wrong. <laughs> he, says, he says, "Jesse, how's it going? I hope all is going well with you and your family. How?" How are you enjoying being a parent? I love being more than I would have thought. Adam was a parent before I was, apparently. That's oh. a parent. Oh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he was a father before I was. Anyway, he says anyway. Anyway, not anyways. Anyway? Just so uh, he, he obviously heard our podcast he, last I week. I told you, he's smart. Anyway, I listened to your podcast for the first time this morning while I was exercising. I have several observations on the memory replacement episode You guys touched on the ethics of memory replacement, but in the light of the NSA and security concerns, could this sort of thing be a tool the government could use to help contain secrecy? If one is caught stealing confidential documents, they could erase that from the memory, or simply a person quits or gets let go from the Pentagon. The standard procedure could be to erase anything confidential so they can't Mm -hmm. steal, release secrets with anyone else. If that were the case... Could this idea ever have direct conflict with the Bill of Rights and our right to free speech? This then could be used as a tool to control and manipulate people. I also wonder about the spiritual issues this may bring. God created us as humans with the ability and capacity to remember our past. As soon as we start to choose what we want to remember or what not to remember, are we playing God? Do we then become less human? As the debate on genetic manipulation goes, what gives us the right to play God? If you use the premise that God often uses situations in our lives, whether good or bad, to impact others and help us grow, then if we delete these memories, are we interfering with God's plan or course of our lives? Mm. Another piece of this could be, by erasing memory, there would always be the chance that we would erase all the memories, and would that include our ability to walk? Simple things that we learn as kids, the ability to talk and read is a learned behavior. If we accidentally erase all those memories, we could have grown men with the mental capacity of infants, all their developmental habits and social skills. Could they be lost as part of memory? Now, finally, about conditioning. I don't think conditioning is the same as memory deletion or replacement. In some cases, with therapy and other means, the old memories are able to be recovered and the person can see what was done to them. In the spirit of true memory replacement, there would be no way to get any of the lost memories back short of re-implanting them, but that is a different issue. 
Well, that is just a few of my ramblings on this subject I had while I was out on a run this morning. I hope you are all doing well. And I think that though you may not be fully qualified experts on the subject, that doesn't change the fact that it is an interesting discussion. Mm. I plan to listen to more. Thanks, Adam Tozer. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Adam Tozer. Yes, thank you, yeah. Adam Tozer. Very insightful awesome. email. Very, oh, very insightful. So what do, you, what do you think about all that, Jimmy? I touched on a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, the... He, like he's right the nsa totally the government totally could use it as a uh, you could definitely protect certain assets and anyone can protect any type of intellectual property that way mm-hmm. if they I had mean, enough money if they yeah if they had enough money to actually yeah but some major corporations that actually have a ton of issue with in, intellectual property mm-hmm. like Apple. have <laughs> yeah i mean now think about that that's that's actually something that i haven't thought of is you could actually at that point if you are if you basically sign a contract, not that you would remember signing it or not, but if you were to sign a contract uh, <laughs> that it's okay to delete everything that I'm about to talk to you about, then you have no fear. You can go up to it. You can almost crowdsource an entire idea and mm-hmm. not have any fear that anyone's going to talk about it. Like if you were to create some kind of plugin into your like Skype <coughs> to where like, okay, this Skype, everything we're about to talk about will be recorded into a video thing, but we're all going to forget what we just talked about ready go and then we talk and then in a 30 minute timer everyone's mind gets erased for the last 30 minutes what about this check this out so if you say you worked at apple for 30 years and you were a designer or a a programmer or whatever you were all that experience you had they're just going to erase something or a a portion of it so you're worthless to your next employer because you don't have that 30 years of experience anymore Mm. i could see it being more useful in the in the confines of the nsa where it's just it's just secrets, right? It's not any experience. It's just documents you've read or things you've heard, or I don't know. It's it like the Men in Black thing. Like they give mm-hmm. you the option to like, you know, when 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 you get released from Men in Black at the agency, they flashy thing in your brain and you forget <laughs> everything you did for the last thirty years for the most part, or they repl- they actually replace it with other memories. But yeah. still, it, it's an interesting concept. Like that's it. Hmm, that's the only part I could. Uh, it's only it's only the case I could think of that it would make the most sense, because like Jesse said, if you did it, if you were an Apple engineer and you did that, you would lose all your experience. You're back to being like a fresh out of college student, or mm-hmm. and who wants a that? New hire. Yeah, nobody wants that. No Jeez. one's gonna hire those. <laughs> but uh, you know, <clears throat> you also may not care either because your brain's been flashed, so you don't know yeah. what it's like to be the chief engineer on something. You're you don't know. Yeah, it's definitely something to think about, but uh, it's a great email. Yeah, what did you think about what he said about the uh, playing God and and kind of you know the genetic manipulation is a whole an entirely different topic, mm. but kind of that whole thing. What oh. gives us? I mean, do we have the right to to alter ourselves so profoundly? Uh, we don't. I mean, the same argument if you want to take it back to its basis can be said about plastic surgery. Well, that's that's superficial. So. This is you're still. I mean, according to, that official, according, to that, a, according to that argument, you're still making a change. You're manipulating something. Like, I mean, you could say you could take the argument even further and say that uh, correcting an overbite or like, you know, getting braces is going against what God gave you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's just your teeth. And this so is your. This is this just. Is these are just you your are. brains. <laughs> like, just I, your I don't brains. Know. Oh. I don't know. I, the thing is, is that I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that as if to say, like, "Hey, this is the reason that I don't agree with it, or I do agree with it." I'm just saying that you can make that argument about a lot of things. 
So uh, I don't think it's the same thing. I think it is. No, it's not. It's that's I do. this your experiences and 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 memories are foundational to who you are. Your teeth are not. You don't know. Yes. You don't. Okay, but we it's a <laughs> all right. So it is foundational to who you are. It is who you are at a core. But we do do things to where like some people disagree with the death penalty, right? So if someone we talked about this when we talked about memory replacement, if if that could be the option, you know, okay, you've you've murdered, you've done this, you can you can take the death penalty or you can serve life in prison or we you can. go in this room, we wipe your brain and you go back into the world and try again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean is, that, like, is that any worse? Is that just, is that just as, I mean, some people believe like lethal injection is an ethical way. You know, the, some people believe that the murder sentence or not the murder sentence, the, uh, I can't think of the death, <coughs> the death row no the electrical chair no the actual sentence the for firing squad no the actual term for all of that hanging the death penalty there you go there it is ah, the capital death, punishment yeah capital punishment some people don't believe in that but it's like i feel like i feel like erasing your entire being is just as ethical as killing you <laughs> ah, maybe so jetpacks do you think this is possible yes Jimmy. I'm going to answer. <laughs> it's absolutely possible. Oh, I would it's, love to hear why you think gonna that is. Get, it's going to get even more. <laughs> it's going to get even more better in the future. Mo better? Wait. More better. More better-er. More better-er. There you go. That's not a word. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Uh, more better-er? It's not a correct word. <laughs> you and your semantics. Jesse, <laughs> do you think this is possible? Jetpacks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, jetpacks. I mean, we were talking about semantics for a while. <laughs> he got so excited. <laughs> no, yeah, we did that last so. episode. We derailed a whole episode about it. <laughs> that was a week ago. No, that, that was, was a whole. That was again. a whole week ago. I so jetpacks, Jesse. Possible? <clears throat> yes? No? Maybe? Obviously, they are. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Stop jet the presses. Jetpacks are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy one on eBay today. <clears throat> Can you? Mm-hmm. I didn't actually see that. Wow! Well, for how much? No, the no. I'm sorry. The jetpacks that are here are not actual. They're jetpacks for underwater travel, like actual. Like, that's not use, a jetpack. That's a water jetpack. No, not for. That's like saying that's not, not for, a gun. That's a water gun. Same argument. <clears throat> Next. But it's not. It's not the not the hydraulic jetpack where you know the, the water shoots underneath and shoots you up. It's an actual. Uh, it's for scuba divers. It's it's all air and so pneumatics. So you send can that thing over, through. man. Let's, sure. let's post that. So, so you can buy that on eBay, you're saying? Yeah. For... All right, so I'm going to quibble with... $600. Not the definition of jetpacks, because obviously... Uh, are we saying jetpacks, or are we saying uh, single-person flight, single-man flight? Single well, let, let's talk about it. Let's let's figure out exactly what we're talking about. Uh, Jimmy, what do, you, what do you think? What do you think we're talking about? Like, are we talking like The Rocketeer? That's what I think about. Classic 1991 Disney movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A really good movie, too. I tried uh, to find it in preparation for this recording, and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Not on Netflix, I, huh? I couldn't find it for free. Mm. So I didn't Fair like enough. It. I couldn't. I also couldn't find the time to try and for harder to find right. it. Right. <laughs> Understood. That's what I think about. I think about having a personal man flight, like one single person flight, something you can, you can just your say back. single man flight and... and and understand that we're all including women too. Yeah. I'll agree to that. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's human flight. You're not going to walk into that. Never mind. <laughs> it's not worth it. I think you learned from the first season. <laughs> Took me an entire season. <laughs> uh, but I kind of, I kind of like actually in that movie, they talk about like the future of the, they wanted the Nazis in the movie wanted every single soldier to have one and it would replace planes. Everyone would just fly into an area and then drop down and Flying become infantry. infantry yeah. <laughs> um, which, uh, that that would be i think it's absolutely i think it's possible it's going to be really difficult you got a lot of you got a lot of things like physics to to get over yeah i suppose so you got a lot of there's going to be a lot of complications but i don't think it's any way impossible it's not impossible it's not it's actually not to have wow. a jetpack man stop the presses <laughs> <laughs> what okay so the the definition of jetpack we've 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 clarified mm-hmm. but the definition of possible here i'm going to i'm going to say this is where you're going to get the no from me uh, the, the traditional no thanks for the prep there I okay so it's it's technically theoretically practically possible is it useful no so why is it not useful it's not useful because planes will always be cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. That's a, a big one, but it's just it's the same thing that we always talked about with flying cars. Like how do you regulate the aerospace? I mean, with people flying around with these these motorcycles basically in the sky. I mean, we don't have we don't have the air traffic control or the the highway skyway byway mapped out in such a way. I mean, maybe it gets to be such a big deal that we do it and it's really extremely complicated, but I just don't see it being, I don't see the benefit outweighing the cost of all of that infrastructure that would need to happen in order to make it possible for, for jetpacks to be readily available, sold on the open market, regulated somehow and useful for commuting or other forms of transportation, even recreation. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I think it's I think it's I think Jesse's correct in some and I'm gonna agree with Jesse in a piece of what he just said because uh, I don't think it's possible I don't think it's practical I think you're absolutely right I think it's the best way to say it I don't think it's practical to have full on rocketeer flight with single person what I think it could be really good for is kind of like achieving the double jump in a video game like if you had a jetpack that worked for just a moment, jet assisted. Yeah, like you can run and then jump and then jump again. Essentially, oh, the jump belt. Yeah, you just have. Did a, you find the jump belt? No, I didn't see the jump belt. Oh, the jump belt's cool. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. Uh, but school. that's what there's a there's a cool video game coming out called Titanfall, and that's what you're you're a bunch of infantry and running around with all these giant mechs. But one of the things that makes your infantry guy cool is that you can run and then you can jump like to a billboard like a flat wall and your jet pack assistance will keep you level for a second as you run across the wall and you can jump back down and you can like double jump that way so i think that would be a practical way especially for infantry if you can make it quiet you're essentially strapping a rocket to your back so i don't know how you would make it very quiet but a little little lift would help a little lift would help a little lift would help (laughs) 
That never hurts. Never know. Well, <laughs> so there, there's absolutely zero practicality in this. You're saying, like, what about for Not something zero? But it's just the the usefulness doesn't make it worth the cost. The trouble. The trouble. Mm. Okay. But what about in the instance of Iron Man, which is kind of where we first, we at least had first discussed why we wanted to discuss this, is that Iron Man has the ability of personal flight, like this, the suit does. But we had come across a number of issues, like the way he stabilizes with his his hands facing down, mm-hmm. and and he's being pro- like propelled, propulsed, propelled, propelled I'd, by I'd say propelled by his by his feet, like and and his legs don't buckle. I mean, granted, the exoskeleton kind of stables a lot of that out, but like you'd have to be moving pretty fast with no glide ability well, well, to be the thing with, doing that. So here's one of the the troubles with jetpacks. You either have to have a wing or you have to have like right. so much more thrust. Mm-hmm. That's that that was the point I was making is that yeah, you have you have to have some sort of glide ability, wings or something. Yeah. Or you have to be moving. The Bernoulli principle dictates that you have to Bernoulli have Bernoulli principle. <laughs> oh dear. There's a, you have to have some form of lift. Yeah. You have to have the yes, the lift provided by the wing. Or you it's, have to be going really ridiculously fast. There's a lot more that's not about speed. It's about the energy produced by the propulsion unit or units. Okay. It has to be greater than your weight. But then you have to have a way to steer it. Otherwise, you're just like a balloon going around the room with no, no direction at all. Mm. That's why I don't see Iron Man's flight all, as all that uh, feasible. So could it, could it be potentially more efficient to create like a jump pack like that you jump up and like you don't necessarily i guess you build it just so you fly straight for a second but yeah that way you can store all that energy what is this jump belt i want to see this now look it up it's cool it's old it's like the uh so like the one at disneyland they the the rocket guy disneyland you don't remember that i don't remember the the images from that Hmm. no not quite there's some cool ones there's some cool actual jet packs that have been built one that's available oh have you you've seen the the hydro i think you already mentioned this uh, I, mean, I, packs. I did not mention it on the air i did mention it, it in conversation <laughs> <laughs> so you strap this thing on your back and it's like a it's got these two like jet rods that kind of go up over your shoulders and they point down out over your arms and they just shoot out water and you kind of you kind of you, you're, you kind you're of like float. twenty or thirty feet off the water. But you're connected by a huge hose, right? Mm-hmm. And it's loud. And twenty or thirty feet is the, probably the max, right? So we're not calling this impossible, but let let's say it's still a ways away from being. Well, yeah, but let's say it, flying in the face of the practicality of this flying. Wow, I didn't even intend that. That was good, but mm-hmm. uh, going directly in the face of. Mm. The practicality of this, what would need to be overcome for this to be more possible? Like, I mean, the FAA would have to track everybody's personal flights, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. They're talking about doing that with drones now. There was an interesting situation, like, a, a few weeks ago um, that some dude, like, there was a fatal car crash on the freeway, and some dude just flew his drone with a camera, like, right over the car crash. Nice. <laughs> as, as a means of, like, getting reporting information. And so now there's this huge uproar about, like, what do we do about these drones? Like, people obviously have personal ones. Like, that's kind of an intrusion 
on a really horrific situation. And I'm inclined to, to agree. I just don't know how, how on earth they're planning on legislating against that. So Plus, I'm assuming he didn't file any kind of flight plan. So any news helicopters that were in the same airspace had a right. well, he was potentially compromised. He was, we're talking somebody who was like flying this like little bit over like the fire trucks level. So 15, 20 feet. Why but still, just like, swat him down? Yeah, right. Where's your broom? <laughs> Grab your broom. King Kong style. All right. <laughs> but uh, what, what, so what do you think would have to be overcome, Jesse? Uh, the fuel, there's a fuel problem okay. for it to be really practical. The longest flight for the jet, the jet PI packs, the jet PI, what did PI stand for? Jet Pack Pers- International. Personal. Personal. Jet Pack International. Jet Pack International. You got it. Uh, they're, they have the thing that looks the most like the Rocketeer jetpack. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty cool. Interesting. I'll post but that it, on it that. It can only fly for like 41 seconds because <laughs> it runs out of fuel. They, uh, that looks a lot like the thing that was in that they flew at Disneyland in the 60s, which also could only fly a few minutes. Uh, I'll post that. It does. Later. It looks similar to that. Wait, you said you haven't seen it. It looks similar to the what you said was in the 60s. And I'm oh, familiar yeah. with something from the 60s. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they flew it at Disneyland. They did. I posted wow. that. I will post that. <laughs> That's cool. That's a cool little local local interest, point of interest. Exactly. Yeah. There's, a, there's also there's a fuel issue. There's also a weight issue. Mm-hmm. The more, so unfortunately, the more thrust you want out of this thing, the bigger you got to build the thing, which means it weighs more. Which means you need more thrust, more so fuel, more fuel, mm-hmm. weight, more weight. So it's it's one of those. There needs to be a breakthrough in like lighter materials that can. I mean, the one thing I never liked about Rocketeer was they never explained exactly how it cooled itself so fast, which is fine because it's a movie. But there was like a sentence in there that was like, "Wow, look, it's already cool. It's cool to the touch," and it's like. How? And it's like, nope, skip over that. It's just... <laughs> it's metamaterials. It's metamaterials. Optical... Wait, Optical what was it? Transfer, transformation. Transformation <laughs> optics. Jeez. So now he's invisible flying. Boy. What if you had a, a jetpack that produced a force field and, was, and made you invisible? Well, and I, erased your memories. And erased your memories. Season one and two in one sentence. <laughs> oh, boy. So the, the jet PI packs are actually interesting in that they're not actually jet engines. What, the, is, it, what is the propulsion method? It's hydrogen peroxide is the fuel. Oh, interesting. And when it comes in contact with the catalysts, like it would be, the catalyst would be silver or platinum. Then the, perox- the hydrogen peroxide, uh, it, what's the word? decomposes so fast mm-hmm. into water vapor that it just shoots out of the jets. So it's, you're being propelled basically by water vapor. So it's not, you don't have like jet, you know, jet exhaust down, going so down it's your not, legs. So it's not hot. Your legs. It's still, does it still generate heat? I don't know. I haven't actually felt it. Hmm. I assume it's not hot to a dangerous uh, way, a, a dangerous amount if it is hot. Hmm. But there's actually there's JetPI and then there's another company who are making these and and the other company is selling them. I don't remember what they're called though. 
but they're it, it costs about a hundred hundred thirty thousand dollars it's a oh, bit much sir it's uh the company that's based in mexico oh like yeah, the american yeah. company and then it's i think it's tell us something yeah it's, you got yeah well, let me try and find it yeah. you find it so sounds like there's a lot of people thinking about what would need to be overcome to uh to actually accomplish this at a person-by-person basis but uh and we've already talked about the practicality of, or the impracticality, rather, of like what I mean, like really, what though? What would this buy you if everybody had personal jetpacks? Like what we'd fly to work, because there wouldn't be anybody flying like a jerk, because nobody drives like jerks, right? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. I mean, like it would be, and it would just be far more fatal too, because you're totally and thoroughly exposed. It's like flying cars, really. Mm-hmm. You're totally and thoroughly exposed, and you also have a great distance to fall at and the same you, time. You fall on something potentially right so you're involving more people in your stupidity Mm -hmm. so i mean other than flying to and from work like where's the practicality in this i would think military yeah it's i mean always 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 with you like i always do (laughs) i mean but he's he's not wrong though i mean it's a great way to quickly deploy troops without having to fly anybody like fly a plane and airdrop them below radar or something Mm -hmm. so there's that yeah low level low level flight but not you know not on the ground not walking yeah because if you wanted just to drop in 15 guys it would be instead of putting them in a big plane that's easily seen you can just have them get close on the ground then jump over into into said fort uh sure would be interesting i would i think you know maybe if you could sustain it it might there might be like some construction fields might want it for like, if you're building like a high rise or something, right? You might have a couple like you can you can hey, jump down and give me those that uh sea wrench. I run down, jump back up. That'd be that'd be a cool way to do that. I think so. Yeah, I think there's some some form of practicality, but at, as far as every single person owning one like a bicycle and flying around all the time, that's no. I think it's possible, and I think we'll see them in the future. I just don't think we'll see them. I don't think I'll ever own one. I think I'll see one though. Yeah, I don't. I agree. I don't think I would ever own one. I I just don't like because the thing is, if everybody's buying them, then the streets are open. So I'll just drive. Thanks. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> well, uh, the, did you did you see the Rossi jetpack? No, the Eves Rossi. <laughs> he actually flew across the English Channel with it, with his. No way. Yeah, he sure did. His has a wing though, so it's much more efficient on the fuel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it does. <clears throat> So he's got an eight-foot wingspan. I will. Uh, I will post this. That this one is very cool. His, this one is very cool. There's actually there's video. It's probably it. the most legit hmm. out of all of them. But he's developed that himself, and I don't think it's for sale or anything. Yeah, he he's listed as being a Swiss pilot, inventor, and aviation enthusiast. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and guess that he built it and designed it himself, and that he's not sharing. Yeah. Fair so enough. It, it doesn't look like the traditional jetpack that you think of, especially not from the movie. Uh huh. Because it's got a wing, mm-hmm. so it looks he yeah. looks more like a glider when he's flying it. But yeah, and the, I mean the like one a, from the movie like but it looks still, more like uh, it really looks more like uh, like fins than wings. To yeah. be honest with you, but it, though the what you have in the movie is not going to give you the the lift required based on the Bernoulli principle of lift. Right, it's just mm-hmm. it's more well honestly it's more for looks, but it would be the way they're designed is more like for uh, directional purposes. Could you see like a, a Buzz Lightyear kind of thing? Like Where the wings, have, pop the wings pop out <laughs> yeah. and you fly? <laughs> it did. That made me laugh a little bit. 
Oh yeah, as you can tell. <laughs> do you have to say to infinity and beyond before you can take off? That's it. If it's voice command, or, do that. Yeah, it's not flying. It's falling with style. <laughs> oh dear, I say that all the time. Um, I don't know. It, it's I can see some. I I think it'd be a cool like uh, replacement for like instead of going tandem skydiving, you could go tandem jetpack flying. It's like someone can just take you and just fly around. Cause that, that would be really cool as like a recreational sport. Not as a, yeah. I'm going to jump in my, my wing here. Well, you, fly you make over a good work. point actually. You remind me of something. There's gliders, hang gliders. You can mm-hmm. just, you don't have to file anything or have any, have any, I don't know. There's, there's, there are allowances for those. You just jump off the side of a cliff and have at it. You don't really have to. The FAA doesn't care. Or one probably even want to know. So maybe there is a. Hmm. Maybe there's an altitude restriction or a, an airspace yeah. restriction. You go out to Glamis or whatever and and fly around your jet. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. Suppose. Okay, so they're like sporting vehicles. Oh, that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, like, like, like I mean, you sport. don't drive ATVs practically. No. Nah. Like I mean, the military does, but like it's not. That's not a practical vehicle. They also practically don't really drive them. What do you do? Ride them. Wrong. They, they kind of drive you. You're you're driving me right oh. now. <laughs> Crazy. But uh, it's not intentional, or is it? Now I'll have to think about that. However, I mean, it's not like like you don't drive an ATV to work, though. Like you just don't. There's no reason to. So like maybe it's just a fun recreational vehicle, like like the ones in the water. The wa- the ones in the water, the water ones that are pointless. That yeah. we were talking about. The, that's just a fun loving like hey you you can put on a jetpack and go flying like that it's like parasailing it's just or not water skiing it's not useful it's just fun no it's just fun exactly and maybe that's what this is like that probably isn't a bad assessment of the technology i yeah. guess but i'm watching a video of of how's rossi that's his name yeah he's rossi. rossi dude the way that he takes off is he just goes up into a helicopter and they drop him off and then his his jetpack starts in mid fall. Yep, nothing panic and striking about that. Yeah. Woo! I don't know if I can do that. Oh man, this thing's cool. I would totally do this for like a thrill ride. So you always think of taking off from the ground though, and, and his doesn't do that. No, he gets dropped off from a helicopter. Yeah. How, does he land? How does he land? Parachute? Oh, I, I don't know. Let's watch the end of the video. Maybe maybe he doesn't. Skip to the end. Skip to the skip end. Skip to the nope. skip to my loo. He just he just waves. He oh, just what waves a jerk. at the end. Oh. But how does he land, though? Like, how do you guys figure he lands? Question. Uh, he uh, he takes the wheels out of his pocket, and he holds them <laughs> in each hand. Yep, that's what it is. I can see. That's probably what it is. He just flies into a net. He goes back into the helicopter. <laughs> um, what? what? Uh, he hmm. falls in the water. See, the water thing is what I think. I think he just lands in the water. Yeah. Skis. Yeah, skis. He doesn't. He's still in flight. <laughs> He's still flying now. Uh, a plane comes down and refuels him. Yeah. Another flight, and he just keeps going. <laughs> There's a, he uh, just found that he, he did a TED Talk a little while ago, apparently, about flying with his jetpack. Cool. So I'll go watch that later. Yeah. Probably post something on the website. Um, That's probably really cool. But yeah. So there's also the Martin. The Martin jetpack. That thing Hmm. looks so dumb. Like Lockheed Martin? No, not like Lockheed Martin. It's a New Zealand Martin. New Zealand company. 
It's the it's the thing Glenn. you always see with the big. It's got huge. Oh, those, see, those are fans, it. though. Like, I mean, yeah. we we've seen this kind of thing done. Like, I'm going to use the cliche ad nauseum on yeah. Discovery. Like, like the MythBusters <clears throat> tried to, to try to do this, and Prototype this tried to do this. This is not practical. This is the most. This is the most functionality ways. Though. This is this is the the closest thing to a workable jetpack. It'll go up to five thousand feet. Seriously, it's, it's fuel capacity is actually useful, relatively useful. Yeah, because you're using it to spin a to spin a propeller, and not to just get burned up and use yeah. the thrust of being burned. I think that's sure. probably it. the The weight is probably weighs probably a lot more. Oh yeah, and you're not you. I don't think you have the control that you would have with other designs. But this one's <laughs> going to be commercially available too in the future. They plan. Yeah, this just seems. The, Martin looks like like a rich guy's toy, though. Like right. it looks yeah. like uh, this doesn't look um, like something this is, usable. This, this is my like... yacht, and then my yacht has my Martin on top of it, and, and I that's float up I... fifteen feet and I come back down and I wave at all these people. <laughs> that's that's how I address my subjects, people of Earth. <laughs> I mean, like that's anyway. Whatever. Uh, There's another guy called Troy Hartman that made one. Hmm. I think he's actually Californian. I would expect as much. His, his looks like the Rocketeer style. Hmm. He's listed as an aerial stuntman. Yes. That's but his funny. his doesn't have any lift properties at all. Mm. So he, his lift is provided by a parachute. <laughs> yeah. Craziness. So there's a lot of... So it seems like there's a lot of those <clears throat> those kinds of like novice... There's, there's this. There's this jetpack. And it's exactly like what we're thinking of, except for... X and there's a lot of different X's that are solved in various ways. Right. Like it like taking off or landing or lift. The in lift, this case. The lift principle I think is the is the most unconquerable one. Hmm. Because the human body just isn't shaped for lift in it either in any direction. You know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you think of it in a Bernoulli principle kind of way. Bernoulli mm-hmm. principle. <laughs> I'll Bernoulli your principle. So the, the Bernoulli principle. What if you had like a squirrel suit? Yeah, what if you they had a squirrel fly. suit? That's they just, that's just floating. You're just catching air. But you'd still become a wing. <clears throat> Those Apache suits that are a lot thinner. I mean, yeah, you're gliding. But you, you, don't just, have, you don't have lift. You just have anti... Because you have no... Anti-gravity. You're mass bigger. You're just falling slower. That's true. But you're still gliding at some level. You're not falling slower. You still have some control of like your dip. Oh, so you I have mean, some direction. But yeah. You don't, you don't have lift. Well, you you can't have lift. I mean, you're you're falling. With style. With style. <laughs> you don't have lift until you strap a jetpack on your back. And you don't have, you have thrust until you strap a jetpack to your back. But you need thrust to create lift, don't you? No. You need air movement. You hmm. need velocity to create lift. So if you take an airplane wing, like an airplane, it's just a paper airplane. Mm-hmm. And you throw it. The airplane has lift, doesn't no. it? No. Uh, I don't think so. It depends on the shape. No, it's just reduced falling. Like because it'll I think fall so. eventually. Same thing too. The the lift is created by the pressure, the air pressure on top of the wing becoming less than the air pressure on the bottom of the wing. So the the air on the bottom below your wing is actually pushing you up because it's it's denser. It's higher pressure, so it's pushing up on you. So the way airplane wing works is it's flat on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's curved on the top. Curved some some kind of curve on the top, so the air travels 
farther, a farther distance slightly. So it's going faster mm -hmm. on the top. So the, the faster, the more velocity increases, the more pressure decreases. That's the crux of the Bernoulli principle. When the air goes over the top, it's, it's moving faster because of the shape of the top of the wing. So it's, it's moving faster. There's more air movement. There's less pressure. So you move up. But you need to have air movement to get there. Right. Which is where thrust comes in. So thrust is not doing, just because you can propel yourself at 90 miles an hour, mm -hmm. 500 miles an hour, it doesn't matter if you don't have any lift, which is why the Rocketeer's jetpack isn't practical because mm -hmm. there's nothing providing any lift. Any lift. Yeah. Okay, that hmm. makes sense. So we'll post the Bernoulli Principle Wikipedia page on, <laughs> on our website because I'm still confused by it's it. better than nothing. It is better than nothing. You can take it for what it's worth or not read it at all. Like, I'm not going to read it at all. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I looked at it. But uh, that being said, ending thoughts. What do you got, Jesse? Uh, possible, not practical. Fair enough. Jimmy? Possible. Possible for very specific situations. Maybe a thrill seeker thing. Maybe it turns into the next dirt bike. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not military. Not <laughs> practical for everyday use. It no. turns into the next dirt bike if you have. Uh, spare 200,000 bucks. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> hey, do you think it'll reduce in cost, Jimmy? I think it all depends. And I mean, really the most expensive part is the, is there's no way to, once you mass manufacture something right at a large scale, mm -hmm. then things become cheaper. Yeah. The one thing that won't become cheaper is fuel. I don't think you'll really start seeing that until really until alternative energy, it's alternative energy shows yeah. up and we're using less fossil fuels and they're, gonna be at less of a demand fair enough so maybe in maybe in our lifetime we'll see it be more popular yeah maybe i agree i think that maybe like it might become more popular but i'm not hopeful to that i really don't like like jesse said it's it's there's no practicality to it it would be a novelty item or it'll be very spe specialized for like deploying troops quietly yeah <laughs> if it's a quiet object if they can find a way to make it quiet i don't know anyway that's what I got. That's it. Great. What, do, do we know what we're talking about next week yet? I don't think no, we do. No, I don't think we've actually talked about it. I mean, we've got lots of lots of ideas, but we haven't uh, we haven't discussed what we're going to do next week. So until we do, I guess uh, we will talk to you next week. Yeah. See you guys. See you. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Visit impossiblethingspodcast.com to interact with the guys on Twitter, Facebook, and email. Questions, topic suggestions, corrections, and rants are always welcome. Also, find more episodes and see sources referenced in today's discussion. ImpossibleThingsPodcast.com for all things impossible.